So it's a rainy, rainy afternoon here in the Amazon rainforest. I am in Ecuador Amazing. and yeah, uh, my conversation today is with Joshua Camp. Hola, Joshua. Hola. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do you speak Spanish? Um, very little. Very little. But I can, yeah. I can speak it and sing it. Yeah, but I think it's a very cool combination because, you know, I live here in the jungle and your music is very uh, tropical, you know, tropical vibes. Uh, I love cumbia. Uh, so when I discovered you and your music and I saw your videos, I thought this is really cool. Uh, so how long have you been making music? Oh, wow. I've been making music for over 30 years at this point. Yeah, wow. As far as actual releases, maybe 25. But Yeah, because you have played it like in a lot of, you have had a lot of projects, right? Yes. Of, yeah. Of styles over the years, yes. Yeah, different genres, also no different styles. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And Campos, that's, so to say, your latest project, right? That's one of my more recent ones, yeah. Cumbia. Yeah. Or psychedelic original sounds psychedelic cumbia absolutely and and i love it so when did you or what was your first taste of cumbia music when when did it all start with with cumbia uh, and... i would say probably bayonato mm -hmm. the first time i heard cumbias uh -huh. that style in, the, in that region and it was probably i worked For um, right after college, I worked for Honer, which is a company that makes accordions and harmonics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Company, but uh, oh. they have a they have a distribution area in in my hometown, which is mm -hmm. Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, I think through that I was repairing accordions, and a lot of those Honer, like the Corona Dos and the Corona Tres, mm -hmm. uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, models, accordion models. I would work on, and through that I got to meet musicians and players and um and that was the beginning but i wasn't even thinking about playing it i was like you know that's i love this music but you uh -huh. know, virginia, that's not what we do in virginia so i wasn't even thinking that that way yeah yet. that came later <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool and uh did you how many instruments do, do you do you play because because i saw you, you you play a lot of instruments right I do over the years. I mean, I my training is is piano, classical. Yeah. Uh -huh. So anything with a keyboard, I'm 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 pretty good at. Um, and then I picked up accordion a little later. Um, but you know, I play a little bit of a of guitar and bass and some percussion and different things over the years. I would say what I do the best though is probably accordion and piano. That's accordion. The, yeah. Uh, you know, have the most training on. Uh -huh. and, and when did you start shooting all those? crazy psychedelic videos because that that was actually uh, how how i found you. you know i think it was on instagram and i saw this video with very psychedelic sounds and i think this is so cool i haven't heard anything like this right. in a long time i mean that's all recent that's all during lockdown when we we're all lockdown stuck, huh? stuck in our you know our our rooms mm -hmm. and being able to play and so it was just sort of a like a like a lot of artists we you know have come up with whatever desperation is in inspiration right so yeah 
started making videos and and um performing in front of green screen live and it's a that. green screen huh? that's what i wanted to because i also like making videos and stuff and i was wondering how how do you make all those crazy yeah, effects I it's i learned all that i had no idea i'm still learning i'm still not yeah yeah it, but <laughs> a fun journey yeah nice and that's your little home studio i'm, I'm checking your instagram photos right now that's right. Instagram yeah, that's posts. Where I'm talking to you from is my, yeah. my How many synthesizers? Can can we talk about your instruments like uh, sure. synths mean, and stuff? I like that you're just we're just going through all my gear. I love. Oh it. yeah, yeah. I, I love talking about those details. You know the the uh, geeky details of yeah. music. Mm -hmm. Well, well, you know the, the the primary instrument um for this you know style of cumbia, the psychedelic yeah. that I do is uh -huh. Electrovox. It was made by Honer. The Electrovox. Uh -huh. Basically, um a like a farfisa organ you know mm -hmm, it's made mm -hmm. in the early 60s but you play it like an accordion so it was yeah. probably made for all those accordion players oh yeah yeah i love that sound it's just so yeah mm -hmm. so that was the beginning of 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 um at least this journey with the with the cumbia uh -huh. and from there I've, i have let's see i have a um a, a base station novation uh, which is like a little two octave monophonic live and in the studio um i have a dave smith instruments which is which was uh potential mm -hmm. circuits back in the 70s um so i have i have two of their monophonic modules the dave smith monophonic synthesizers let's see what else do i have mm -hmm. i just during the pandemic got a little into the modular world mm -hmm. since but i'm still like not a whole lot of the recordings have that yet that's that'll that'll be the next adventure <laughs> all right okay all i have right. a few of these um they started making these uh, uh um what's the company behringer started making some of the like a like a like a more affordable versions of these modular synths mm -hmm. um, I, have a, I have one that's similar to the classic moog um the mini moog um i have one that's kind of close to the um what was that called the wasp Kind of a weird synth from the '70s. A lot of those British mm -hmm. um, post-punk bands used used it. Um, oh, what yeah. was the name of it again? Wasp. W -A the Wasp. Oh. Um, and I forgot the name of the company that made it originally, but Behringer reissued it, and uh -huh. yeah, for fun to mess around with. And then what else did I get? Kind of recently, um, I'm blanking on. Oh, um, Cat. It was another one of these. Obscure companies from the seventies, C A T Cat, uh -huh, Cat, which is sort of a duophonic uh, modular synth, and uh -huh. all those um, are kind of new. So the, the, I would say most of the sounds you're hearing are are the the Novation and the Dave Smith, and uh, oh, oh, and I can't forget um, their Yamaha has has put out this amazing little reissue called the Reface, uh -huh. series of of little keyboards reface series which i love and each one is a there's a there's a there's one that's a little bit like a, a moog there's one that's um um like a like a uh dx7 yamaha dx7 from back in the day and there's another mm -hmm. one basically like a rhodes piano but i have the 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 reface yc which is a lot of the classic um transistor organs from the 60s so the yamaha sound the farfisa mm -hmm. sound the vox sound Hammond as well, and also Ace Tone, which was a Japanese um, mm -hmm. company that eventually became Roland. Um, and so nice. that is a lot these days. I really love mm -hmm. that. It's a lot of those great vintage 
um, sort of overdriven transient yeah. organ sounds that I really like. That is very yeah. similar to the, the original Electrovox I have. It's for, actually from the 60s. Very cool, very nice. And we can hear all those sounds in your latest releases, right? Which is uh, Shake Up the World. No? That's the live, the live two, in the I, studio. I, all of these um, Shake Up the World volumes one and two were all done during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Nice, unbelievable. And you are, uh, and you are working with Peace and Rhythm is the label, right? That's right, Peace and Rhythm. It's a great label based mm -hmm. in Northampton, Massachusetts, and I recommend everyone check out yeah. their website and their releases. Um, they're mm -hmm. vinyl, vinyl only, but they well, it's not true. They just started to jump into the digital world. Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, they start they, their focus is on vinyl releases, and um, they were very generous to. Um, when I sent them some of my music, we were really excited and, and wanted to, to my first record, which was called Miracles and Criminals. That was maybe yeah. release. Yeah, yeah. And and do, do you know? Second, there was, there was a second, um, a follow-up to that studio record will come out hopefully in the spring of 2022. Spring. All right. Really looking forward to it. Are you friends with, with the people also there, like DJ Bungohead? Pablo Iglesias, no? I, yeah, I like him. Pablo Iglesias is his name. He's um, yeah. He's, he's one of the founders, I think, of the, the label. Yeah. He and um, there's a, a Studebaker Hawk is the other DJ and, and um, uh -huh. Justin and the and there's um, there's a few other, but they're all music fans. They love their DJs. They love yeah. tropical music. They're um, um, and you know and and Pablo does a lot. He's a great graphic designer. A lot of mm -hmm. the visual style of nice of his, is his own visual style and yeah, it's a it's a cool. really cool. Um, very label. curated uh, label. And yeah, yeah, I love it. And and they have a lot of artists also. Like, really, I guess Coco yeah. Loa for Beat Orchestra. I, I think I discovered that band back in 2010 or something. I think they were playing for a long time already. Yeah, and even some um, like uh, Mariachi Flor de Toloachi, like one of their first singles, I think was on peace and rhythm. Yeah, they've they've really interesting um and they kind of touch on a lot of different scenes within at least within in, in, in uh, up here in the uh Estados Unidos. <laughs> a mm -hmm. lot of different scenes up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they all live in in New York, I guess, right? A lot of the bands, mm -hmm. yeah, they do they they do some releases with people based other in Miami and and West Coast too. Uh, but mostly, yeah, I think mo I mean, because they're based in 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 Massachusetts, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of us around this area, the northeast of the states that um, that we've connected with him and his label. And now, uh, Loco Beach. What yeah. exactly is that? <laughs> so Loco Beach is um, so you know what, what I maybe I should go like back up a little bit in my sort of cumbia journey so i, okay, I, yeah. I kind of went from being sort of on the uh, admirer of a lot of these styles that i was hearing through my job working you know with these mm -hmm. with the accordions that that are played in a lot of these styles um to moving to new york uh, you mm -hmm. know where i'm from in virginia um there wasn't much uh latin culture Mm -hmm. There was there was some friends of mine that had a really great salsa band, but, but uh, you know there wasn't a real community like there was in New York. Mm -hmm. So when I moved to New York, that was really when I kind of really started to get educated on with you know from learning from Latino you know, musicians from mm -hmm. Mexico, mm -hmm. Mexico um, Colombia, and um, around 2007 or so, these these two 
owners of a really great club here in Brooklyn, New York, called Barbez. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're French. They're both from Paris, but they're huge, uh, what we like to call Latino files when it comes to yeah. really, really knew a lot of uh-huh. different styles of, in South America. And I think nice. the way the story goes is Olivia Conan, who's, who's one of the owners and, and the um, singer and cuatro player in, in Chicha Libre, was somewhere in Lima and heard this amazing music in the taxi he was in. And he asked, you know, the driver, like, what? I've never heard this. How do I not know about this music? Mm-hmm. And it was, of course, it was probably like Waneko Isukambo or one of these classic chicha bands, you mm-hmm. know, from the 70s. And and so he came back with a mission and kind of recruited a few of us to really start to cover a lot of these. We started looking around and found there was no bands, at least up here, that were playing that style. Um, it, the style we liked, which was that sort of late 60s, early 70s type of the music that was coming out of... Um, Lima and Quitos and places like that mm-hmm. um, in, the, in, in that period. And so we started what we eventually would call Chicha Libre. And that's really when I started on this oh. the, the journey that I'm on right now. And through Chicha Libre is really when I, you know, I got to learn the music, got to start playing with some really great deep musicians from Mexico and Venezuela and, and really kind of learn the rhythms and where they come cool. from. Yeah. And um, and then that group sort of split up. I mean, we're not really officially split up. We're sort of on a hiatus. We did reform right before the pandemic, mm-hmm. locked down to play a few shows. Um, this, this is Chicha Libre. But since we love the music and wanted to continue, myself and another member of the band, Neil Ochoa, who played conga, who plays congas, who's from he's from Venezuela, Venezuela. Um, he and I wanted to continue some version of this um and so we formed with myself and neil with um jose luis pardo from the band los amigos invisibles mm-hmm. oh yeah no i know that band. so he so we started um started jamming and then we added another um venezuelan edward marshall on the bass who was in a his band i'm trying to remember uh called muy bestia pop i don't know if you remember that band Mm, no um, anyway so it became sort of the band at, at sort of the post chicha libre band so but because mm. of that, we had cheo involved who's you know disco funk pop he's got a whole different sort of an angle we kind of um brought in disco and funk and it's a little it's a little um it gets away from the the like the real specific type of chicha that was going on in lima in the 70s so it's a little it's a little bigger a little broader we do you know we'll do a, a, a cumbia version of the cure or something you know like it's it's a little more poppy i guess yeah uh-huh. really great band really really strong it's become a really strong band live it's a five-piece band cool we have a we have one record out called psychedelic disco cumbia which came out in 2019 mm-hmm. and uh, we just released a digital single this past month that you can find anywhere called um, the single is Isabella and um, mm-hmm. we're going to be releasing a few singles here and there and then try you know, when we, we, everything of course got kind of sidetracked with being on lockdown. So now that things are opened up and we're playing live again, I think we're, you know, we're going to start working, try to work towards a second record. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's yeah. so much music out there for me because, because I was, I was listening to your whole music uh, with uh, campus, right? Yes, uh, but I need to catch up with Loco Beach. Sounds very yeah, cool. Beach, I think it's a different production style, but I mean it's mm-hmm. really fun. 
combination of of you know all of us kind of bringing our own thing to the to the mm -hmm. to the band it's a, it's i think it doesn't sound like it sounds you know it's got it's got its own sound which is which i'm proud of yeah 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 i'm also curious because you mentioned this with one of the members of los amigos invisibles i remember that band from back in the day yeah, yeah. They, were, they, they were big yeah they were big yeah right in the late 90s maybe yeah late 90s early 2000s yeah, yeah. i remember yeah, yeah i remember them also um ntv and stuff like that yeah. Uh -huh. very cool so what's coming up next what are you up to oh let's see what's coming well i think i mentioned i'm i'm just finished um this second studio record for compost mm -hmm. second studio spring um and um and yeah loco beach we're now that we're back and and playing out regularly i think we're developing some new tunes so but there'll there'll definitely be within the next month or two a, Lo a loco beach single coming out for sure so keep an eye on for that cool we haven't quite nailed down when we're gonna do it when we're gonna release it but it'll it'll happen within the next few months um and let's see what else um cumbia wise i mean i you know here i you know i of course would love it's just a little hard to in travel internationally at this point yeah yeah. projects but you know i would love to that i mean we definitely have some ambition with local beach and both and compost as well to play to to try to get down to you know south america or something sure like have have you have you traveled here around here south america i've owned as chicha libre i have i played um in colombia many times mm -hmm. uh, argentina chile oh so you've been to colombia mexico yeah um and uh but but these pro these newer projects i mean obviously this the pandemic has sort of sidetracked a lot of that stuff so um you know that the, we, we, there were some plans to try to try to to get some south american gigs and yeah obviously that we'll have to start kind of start over with that process but um we definitely want to get it out to as many people as we can at both projects mm-hmm Sounds amazing. And you also have another project, Westwork. Are you still oh, doing just, all the research? Yeah. Which is totally different. It's very different. Yeah. So, yeah. so my other, I mean, like I mentioned at the beginning, I've, you know, I've, I've kind of moved around a lot of different genres over the years. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost a bad, it's a, it's a, it's a bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> I, just feel, I get very passionate about it. I'm like, why, why am I not playing that music? You know, and yeah. down that rabbit hole. <laughs> um, you know because i'm from virginia country music is very um very big where i'm from yeah and kind of part of my whole background and heritage i have family you know family going yeah. back living in the mountains and this kind of this you know where, where a lot of country and bluegrass music comes from mm -hmm. and so this is a kind of return to that i had been in bands prior to moving to new york of, in country bands and was was right like to write and sing country music mm -hmm. uh, or Americana, sometimes it's called. Um, yeah. And so this is a, yeah, so I've, I've put together a really fun quartet to play some of my country music Americana songs. Cool. Um, and yeah, so totally different, but not this, you know, at the same time, there are a lot of similarities. It's like working class. It's a lot about, you know, stories of struggle and, you know, heartbreak. And I think those are pretty similar. Those are pretty universal themes. Yeah, that you also played on on, on campus, for example. Yeah. Yeah, like I remember, we used to do um, in Chicha Libre, we used to do the song El Borachito, which is, you know, such a yeah, <laughs> translated into a country song. Yeah, no one even 
notice. It's such a- <laughs> oh, really? Cool. <laughs> yeah, I like the names of your songs. Also, some of them are pretty cool. Yeah. El Capitalista 72. <laughs> 72. Yeah. <clears throat> I really like. Uh, you, you even have one with a German name, no? Deutsche Klave. Oh, Die Klave. Yeah. I think I, well, you know, some of my little. My little, what would you call them, postmodern um, experiments. I like to like think, what if Kraftwerk had been, you know, hanging out in, in oh, Havana, you know, and like yeah, that's a really cool thought. Yeah, I mean, I'm also a huge like fan of Kraftwerk. I have another tune like that. That's like if you listen to it, it's Trans Europe Express. Uh huh. Like, what if you know, what if they were hanging out in, you know, Bayonato yeah. or whatever, and that's kind of the that was the premise of some of those tunes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Miracles and Criminals is also very cool. Uh, I, I also like uh, La Muerte Verde is also pretty cool. Pretty nice track. Thank you. Yeah, you have so many songs. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm prolific. Yeah, cool. Oh, this, this lockdown is made, you know, that's all we had to do. So there's also that. Um, yeah, that's very cool. You know, you're doing something creative. You know, writing and then record a video and that's how you found me, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and did you also start posting a lot uh, during this time are, are you new to instagram or were you always kind of on social media and stuff I was always but i'm not certainly not posting like i was. i mean i'm even even right now i'm not posting like i was six months ago yeah um just because now i'm actually out playing shows out in the world you know things at least in new york have opened up a little bit for musicians so we're out you mm-hmm. know i was this last weekend i was in kansas city playing for an Oktoberfest playing polka music for an Oktoberfest. Cool. So, which is great because that means we're working, but it means less time I can, you know, to do these posts, but I'll definitely continue to do them. I, it was really, it's really fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy your, your videos. Absolutely. Uh, you should, do, do you mind, would you like to play something now? Maybe so we can end the show. Or... Sure. I mean, on your end, you're, you're going to play something. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to play something? Yeah, if you if you want to play something, yeah, before we end the show today. Oh, I see. You mean like play? Um, are Are you all set up? I don't know, so some accordion or anything. I could grab my accordion and just play a little bit. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, I love the accordion. We can listen to. And did you? I had one more question before before we all. Okay, I'm back with my accordion. Okay, cool. Did you actually have any psychedelic experiences when you were in Colombia, for example? Oh, like, like a, a ayahuasca or something? <laughs> yeah, did you take any of those? Um, I, I have not done a ayahuasca ceremony. I mean, I've certainly dabbled in uh-huh. other psychedelics like mushrooms and yeah, and LSD and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, I am, I am familiar with the experience, but I've never had the real you know, the ayahuasca experience, which I'd love to at some point. But yeah, it's, it's certainly a big part. I mean, you know, psychedelic music and just the whole sort of mind expanding thing is such a great vehicle for um, creativity. I know it sounds kind of sounds kind of vague, but yeah, just as someone who grew up with Pink Floyd and yeah, yeah. did you grow up listening to that kind of music? Absolutely. Pink yeah. Floyd and stuff. Yeah, that stuff. And yeah, it was, you know, and it's a way to kind of incorporate more, for lack of a better term, more exper- experimental types of music into pop. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. the most sort of sonically adventurous part yeah. of 
of the rock music world. So it's always been what I've gravitated towards because there's just more, there's just less rules, I guess, in terms of mm -hmm. you can really do a lot of different things and call it psychedelic. It's just an umbrella almost of, of, a, of a lot of interesting sure. you know, these, you know, groups in, in Lima in the 70s who were psychedelic to, um, you know, what, what Jimi Hendrix was doing or what Pink Floyd mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, or Santana or, you know, it's all, um, it's like a big, large umbrella term for what I would consider pop or rock music that for a lot of it allows for more experimentation for a lot of different styles. Yes, for sure. For sure. But I always, I have always asked myself like, uh, is it possible to make that kind of music sober? <laughs> oh, okay. well, I don't need to be. I mean, I, I, in fact, I mean, most of, I mean, I've had a lot of great psychedelic experiences, but I, I yeah. don't to, to write or even, it's only later. Yeah. It kind of, you know, it just kind of kickstarts the brain and then later, two or three weeks later, uh -huh. that experience, like, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of had that thought when I was under the influence. Okay. I, yeah, I'm not mm -hmm. one of those people that could really perform or write in that state, I don't think. <laughs> a lot, and you know, I'm not, not sure I want, that's what I want to do. But I, it certainly is an amazing experience to open up your mind and get out of your own ego, and it's all, you know, yeah. it's, it's a really important thing. Sure. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, go and check out Campos on on, on Instagram, Yosho Camp. Thank you very much for being on the show. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it, it it was fun. And now let's hear some accordion. I love it. This is uh, cumbia del zapatero. Cumbia del Thank you. 
Oh, awesome. Great. Thank you so much. That was pretty cool. Thank you so much, Jan. All right. Yeah, it was fun. So I'm going to stop right now the...